listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Brand new episode of Podcasters of Shield, Cinema Geekly's Marvel podcast. It's Anthony and Aurora, and we have returned a little better mm-hmm. late than never style. I know right after the last episode of Punisher, we'll be like, we'll be back next week with Jessica Jones. It turns out it was a couple weeks after, uh, <laughs> but some of that was technical difficulties and some of that was scheduling issues. But we are now officially back talking Jessica Jones season three, the final season of the final mm-hmm. Marvel show on Netflix. And uh yep. sort of feeling like a sort of feeling like a high school kid who's not sure what he wants to do with the rest of his life after he graduates. <laughs> I'm not sure what we're gonna do with this podcast after we're done here. I've actually mm-hmm. had some people make several suggestions. Maybe I will talk to you about them after we record here, but um uh, or maybe I'll just wait until we're closer to being done, because quite honestly, we've still got quite a few episodes of this podcast to go before yeah, we've yeah. concluded with Jessica Jones. So you know what? Let's not think about that right now. Let's not think about our future, Aurora, because that's not important <laughs> at all. Let's just think no. about the here and now. Uh, <laughs> and that's the first two episodes of Jessica Jones Season 3. So let's start with Episode 1, a.k.a. The Perfect Burger. Awesome title, by the way. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jessica Jones has returned to helping people, albeit in her usual cynical way. She is further annoyed when a video of herself assaulting her latest target goes viral. Uh, Malcolm Ducasse continues to work for Jerry Hogarth, though he is perturbed by the methods used to help a baseball player client out of a drunk driver incident. He causes the client to get into another accident uh, to hurt his career. Uh, mm-hmm. Hogarth, still suffering from ALS, asks Jessica to end her suffering, but she refuses. She visits a former flame, uh, Kith Leone, who is married to law professor Peter. So that would be the lady that she met up with, but she's now married mm-hmm. to a fella. Right. Dorothy Walker asks Jessica uh, to look for her daughter, Trish, who has disappeared since we last saw her. You know, when Trish, like, magically discovered all of that superhero crap she poured into her body actually Mm -hmm. worked a little bit. Uh, Jessica refuses at first, but changes her mind just to get her off her back. She discovers that Trish has become a vigilante and discovers her enhanced abilities uh, from Carl Malice's experiments that we saw last season. Trish tells Jessica just to leave her alone, and Jessica goes to a bar where she meets the charming Eric Gelden. Uh, I believe this is where she learns about the perfect burger. 
Right. Uh, Jones and Gelden go back to her apartment because he's going to make her this burger, which I should have realized was just talk for we're going to have sex. Uh, I mean, he did have the groceries. <laughs> he did. He he played it very. Oh, I guess his idea was I'm going to make this burger. But Jessica's idea was, no, sir, you are the burger. I think is what this was all about. Uh, and I should have realized, I'm like, that's just Jessica. I'm glad they cover this because they cover it in the next episode. But I'm like, wasn't Jessica with a guy? She seemed happy last season. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but we do learn a little bit about that. Well, things are going great for Jessica and Mr. Gelden at first, but then a knock at the door. She's like, son of a bitch. She goes, she opens the door, and there she is being ambushed by a masked assailant who stabs her, like, right in the ribs. Or, so, or yeah. some, somewhere close. In the, in the stomach. In the stomach, yeah. And Jessica, like, shoves him back. He goes flying, of course, because a Jessica Jones shove, slightly more powerful than your average shove. Uh, but he manages to flee, and Malcolm finds Jessica just as she starts to bleed out heavily. Uh, mm -hmm. What did you think of episode one? Oh, I realize how much I miss Jessica Jones. I'm really going to miss her. this show. Yeah, I love her so much. She is, the, the attitude that she has is what I aspire to be. Mm -hmm. That's what I want. <laughs> That's what you want for your life. Yes. Yes. Just, you know, someone, you know, she kind of gives a little bit uh, crap of for people, but at the same time, it's like she doesn't want to be bothered. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like that balance. I love it. Um, I I thought this episode was awesome. It I kind of so like too. it kind of like uh, remind us a little bit of what happened, but not in a very like you know. It wasn't like a bunch of exposition. You know, it was kind of like yeah, I kind of remember what happened, but they're they're moving this specific season along. Mm -hmm. um, which I liked. Um, I liked her uh, new. What is it? I don't know. I don't think it's a receptionist. Not exactly. Is it like assistant? Maybe. Kinda. Yeah. A little yeah. bit. Like she found an assistant that is as you know <laughs> rude as her. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm really looking forward to seeing more of this assistant. Um, I, I I thought it was awesome. I I liked everything about it. Um, I don't know who the guy that stabbed her is. I'm curious. Mm -hmm. It looked like a guy. Um, Maybe yeah. Because I was I I'm gonna be honest with you. I really thought it was Trish. See, I thought so too. I don't know. And after you the did? end of, after the end of the second episode, I thought so even more somehow. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We'll talk about it when we get to the second but, episode. But, but but immediately when I saw her getting stabbed, I thought, oh, this is Trish. And I looked really hard to see when the, the, the person is running away. Mm -hmm. It looked like a guy. It, Maybe, it yeah. didn't like she Trish is very skinny. It didn't look like her. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. It was, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I love how you said in the, in the synopsis that Jerry... Ask Jessica to end her suffering. Assist, assist, yeah. right in her in ending her suffering, and Jessica refused. That's not quite how it happened. Yeah, 
it wasn't just a simple refusal. Like Jessica, yeah. that was a very intense scene. Mm-hmm. Well, awesome. for the, for the sake of brevity, Aurora, right? She refused. <laughs> she refused, but uh, Jerry has uh, ALS, yes, and she um, woke up and fell to the floor yeah, when she, she tried to stand up. Yep. Um, and she has these spills that have like a Russian label, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And apparently, they're, they're, those are pills to help her kill herself. Mm-hmm. Um, and she called Jessica in to ask her to be the person that gives her the pills because she feels she won't be it brave enough to do it herself. Yeah. Um, and Jessica just goes and gets a you know a glass of whiskey, mm-hmm. uh, puts like five pills in the glass of whiskey, and tries to shove that down her throat yeah <laughs> that's her way of saying no yeah <laughs> i'm not doing this <laughs> um but it was i i think from the whole episode that was my favorite scene mm-hmm. i love jerry uh that character is amazing to me yeah um she's excellent excellent and that the acting in that scene from her mm-hmm. was amazing i love i love it it was good yeah she's been tremendous i love the first thing we get is the first thing we get in this episode is like the best juxtaposed thing ever. You've got this beautiful, sandy, (laughs) blue, blue water, gorgeous beach, girls Mm -hmm. in bikinis, guys in, you know, shorts or whatever. And in walks Jessica with her jeans and her tank top and her leather jacket and her. Which has to be super hot in the beach. And her leather jacket. Oh my God. And her incredibly pale skin. Like yeah. she's just gonna, like some. There are some people in the world, Aurora, who, uh, with lighter skin, they will tan in the sun. But then there are people yeah. who are like Jessica, who will just burn. They don't tan; right. they just burn. Their whole body just turns right. red. <laughs> I don't know how she managed to stay out of the sun <laughs> in this manner, but I thought this was such an awesome visual. And then actually, I, I thought it was a really interesting thing. I like. I was actually mm-hmm. kind of into like. This story, this was just the, the weird setup for her to do something to this dad to make it go, the video right. goes viral. But, so she's on this case to bring this daughter back uh, to the United States because she's on, like, an Amber Alert or something. He's like, you kidnapped your daughter. And he's like, well, it's my daughter. And it's like, it doesn't matter. You don't have custody. And you just took her. And he's like, look, my wife is awful. She's toxic. The girl doesn't want to go back, and Jessica's like, I don't care. This is, you know, she thinks he's full of shit. Uh, mm-hmm. And then hurls this dude and takes the girl uh, back to her mom. And then she finds out the mom is, in fact, a big dick. Like, she's right. just not very nice. And then mm-hmm. she calls Jessica, like, a Joan Jet wannabe or something. Yep. And yep. apparently this was her, like, if calling Marty McFly a chicken was his, like, trigger... Apparently, you can't call Jessica Jones a Joan Jet <laughs> wannabe because she stopped in her tracks and she turned around and then this woman ran for her life. Yes. I thought yeah. that was just, I don't know. I love that beginning. I thought that was great. Um, and I, I always love also, you know, in movies and TV shows that are about superheroes when like normal people mm-hmm. try to like antagonize superheroes. Oh, and, like, what, what are you are doing? doing? <laughs> yes. This person can kill you. <laughs> I mean, she, like, knew who Jessica Jones was. Like, as soon as Jessica turned around, she's like, crap. Ran my mouth too long. Time to run. Uh, I Yeah, I thought this was a great reintroduction from the second season. Uh, mm-hmm. It 
re it you know it placed everybody in their positions for the most part, uh, mm-hmm. and then got the show rolling. Yep. And then had a big cliffhanger at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, just when you thought Jessica was just in for another night of drunken sex, nope, stabbed in the nope. gut. Stabbed in the gut. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, I mean, usually when she sets off for a night of, uh, like, drunken promiscuity, usually she just gets drunk and then she just sleeps with somebody. Yeah. So yep. this was like a weird change of pace, actually. I'm like, oh, man, mm-hmm. here she goes again. Mm-hmm. That's the Jessica yep. we know. And like, oh, crap, she is really hurt right now. Right. Uh, right. I thought it was a really great way to, to end the episode. And then uh, we'll talk about it as soon as we get into the second episode, but they don't pick up right from there. They take us back in time a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also, I, we should note that we, it does roll over the fact that when it says that she discovers Trish has become a vigilante, it's not just that she's discovered her vigilanteism and then realized, or she thought that she was in trouble and then went to her rescue. And Trish was not happy about this. Letting her know that right. she's been trailing this guy for like weeks and weeks and weeks. And this was her chance. Like this was a criminal. This guy needed justice served, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, and she said him. what I think is one of the worst things that she has said to Jessica Jones, which is nobody needs you to be a hero. Yeah. Like nobody needs you to be a hero. I thought that was so hurtful. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate well, it. Well, I think it's because Jessica on the outside is always talking about how she at least the mask she puts on is that she's not doing this to be a hero. She's not even doing it. She's not even sure why she's doing right, it. Right, right, right. But the way that, it, that Trish said it was more like, nobody needs you. Yeah. You know, like that, I, I think that's, I think that's something hurtful to say to anybody. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, but it makes sense coming from Trish, who loves, oh, yeah. loves Jessica, but she's the one who always wanted to do good, especially when Jessica had got powers Mm-hmm. She's like, Jessica doesn't even want these powers. She doesn't want to do anything yeah. good with them. Like, I would if I had them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, mm-hmm. it's very Trish. It makes it makes sense. Uh, I really yeah. like this episode. What, what did you give it? I gave it 4.5. Mm-hmm. Strong, a strong episode. Me too. Good start, yeah. everybody. Yeah. Uh, before we talk about episode two, let's thank the good people over at ThinkGeek for sponsoring the show. Uh, CinemaGeekly.com slash ThinkGeek. But if you really want to... Uh, because, of course, this is Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D., cinemageekly.com slash Marvel. It'll take you right to Think Geek's Marvel page, uh, full of all of their uh, their crazy, sometimes awesome, sometimes crazy Marvel uh, merchandise. And mm-hmm. I felt this week, Aurora, like going crazy. They got a weird thing. It okay. seemed really weird to me, so I'm pointing it out. A Thor Ragnarok money clip tie bar and cufflink set all right <laughs> I, I don't know what is going on here uh but if you've ever wanted like mjolnir thor's hammer as cufflinks they've, nice they've got them here they've got a tie clip with like a big sword they've got a money <laughs> clip with like some thor ragnaroki stuff on it this is like the weirdest thing. I don't know if I'd ever. I seen think that's new. amazing. Listen, when I when I got married, I I gave my husband as a wedding gift. Mm-hmm. I gave him a the a Star Trek cufflinks. Oh, and that's awesome! He wore them awesome. to the wedding. So I that's something. If you have a, a someone in your life that wears cufflinks mm-hmm. and likes Thor, hey, there you go. 
I mean, I could see Chris Hemsworth wearing this on like the red carpet. Oh, hundred percent. Like, sure. Yes. Uh, now here's the real question, Aurora: Is your husband a big Star Trek fan? Uh, yes. Okay. Huge. So that okay, so that worked. I was really hoping this was going to be one of those really romantic <laughs> stories where it's like he doesn't really like sci-fi stuff, but he loved me so much that he wore them for me. This sounds like <laughs> he would have wore them anyway. I think he would have, but uh, no. But he lo- he's a huge Star Trek fan. Yeah. Um, well, geez, that's like a keeper in my book. Uh, yes. <laughs> being a big Star Trek fan myself. Uh, okay, so cinemageekly.com slash Marvel, or click the uh, support us link in the show notes for this episode. Uh, all right, let's talk about episode two, a.k.a. You Are Welcome, or your, if you're into contractions. Uh, it's re- it's your, it's your welcome. Yes. Uh, after killing Jessica's mother, Alicia, Trish discovers her enhanced abilities, believing that she would be a better hero than Jessica. Trish undergoes extensive physical training to become a vigilante. She spots Jones on the street and calls her, but she never picks up. Uh, Trish manages to... Actually, maybe worse. She may have actually hung up on her. Uh, yeah. Trish manages to catch the cell phone... Th- uh, Trish manages to catch a cell phone thief, uh, but he and the victim recognize her as Patsy, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, convincing her to adopt a disguise. Later, the thief attempts to sue her due to her injuring his neck. Welcome to America. Uh, Malcolm later later blackmails him into lowering the cost after discovering that his son, who looks up to him, is actually not his and threatens to tell him the truth. Mm -hmm. Malcolm is doing the the, the shady detective work here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trish moves into a much cheaper apartment, uh, and much to Dorothy's chagrin, her mother, uh, but continues to appear on television. She begins to stalk Andrew Brandt, a man who put his half sister in the hospital over a statue that was willed to her. Trish stakes his apartment before attacking him, leading into Jessica running into her. In the present, Trish learns of Jessica's hospitalization and visits her. So that may seem to suggest that it wasn't Trish. Mm-hmm. They believe that Brant was behind the attack, and Jessica sarcastically thanks Trish for giving her his name. And she says, you're welcome. Uh, yeah. Kristen Ritter herself, Jessica Jones, directed this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what did you think of it? Knowing now, I, knowing that Jessica Jones also directed this episode of her own show, I really liked it. I thought this episode. I was loved. Great. Yeah, I loved that they didn't continue the story. I loved that they gave us a break and they gave us uh, Trish's side mm-hmm. of the story, uh, which makes me believe that this show is going to lead to both of them teaming up. Yeah, because they're like having both stories going at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I I have to tell you I don't like Trish at all. Right now. Okay. No, I don't like her. I think she is very entitled. I think she's very jealous of Jessica and she's doing everything uh, to one up her instead of, Mm -hmm. I don't feel like she looks up to Jessica. I think she's jealous of her. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't like, oh, go ahead. I don't, I don't want to, I have a similar feeling, but. Well, I was going to say that when I saw her training, mm-hmm. like, I don't think she has powers. 
she doesn't have powers. She's just working out. <laughs> I think she has. Well, I mean, if you remember the thing she did with Jessica, where she like runs up the freaking wall. Like, yeah. I think her agility has been increased, like her timing or her uh, her reflexes, something mm-hmm. along those lines have been enhanced. She's not like. I don't think she's, like, super strong, but she may be, like, super reflexive. I mean, I see it by as if, like, if she was on steroids, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, one guy says that. He's like, are you juicing? Are you on the juice? Yeah, right. And she's like, right. kale. Is what because you have people, is. like, like, like for example, you have, like, I don't know, Thor. Well, I mean, that's not a good example. I was going to say Thor doesn't have to work out, but we didn't. We saw that that's not true in uh, Endgame. No. Um, I, but what I'm saying is, you know, a, a Superhero doesn't have to work out to be strong. I feel like Captain America doesn't ever have to work out. No, right? I feel um, like Jessica he, Jones he came out drinks of that all day. Yes. Oh, God, Jessica. Like Jessica, <laughs> Jessica Jones drinks all day, sleeps, and uh, eats junk food. Yep. And uh, she can, she's, she's still a superhero. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean, you know, like with Trish, she, she had to work out and she had to get strong to be um, at the almost at the level of Jessica. She's not there. Yeah. She, I don't think she will ever get there. Um, so that's why I was like, I mean, you are just working out and getting fit. Yeah. Maybe your agility your agility is better, but it's still because you are putting work into it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. She, she's, she's a mess. I just gave myself the most terrifying visual. <laughs> I was thinking, like, Captain America never has to work out, right? Like, and then my, mm-hmm. my thought went to, he just came out of that tube when they gave him the super soldier serum and he was like taller and ripped. And it's ripped. like, he yeah. came, he came out like that. And then he's just always like that. And, always. And then yeah. I'm like, but at the end of end game, he's like an old man. And then I got this horrific visual of like old man cap head, but his body still looks exactly the same. <laughs> like he's super ripped and everything. He just has an old man head. I mean, to, to be fair, you you would think that saving the world will keep you in shape. Yeah, I mean, they, he does <laughs> seem to keep busy. Yeah, that's true. He has to fight a lot of strong enemies. <laughs> so I want to agree with you about I don't like Trish when she's with Jessica, but when she was on her own here, I mm-hmm. found her kind of likable, and I liked like the the training montage where she kept. I, to me, this got like a good laugh out of me. She tries to do this kickflip off of a wall. She tries mm-hmm. to do a wall run and then backflip and land on her feet. And a bunch of these times, whoever this poor stunt double was, looked like they killed themselves, like, landing on the ground over and over again. Right. Um, but, like, at the end, when she gets better, she's doing this crazy parkour run where she's doing all of these things, all of this mm-hmm. stuff, like, really impressive. But it's the wall flip. She does the wall flip at the end, and it's like... Mm-hmm. She had every Christmas ever all in one yeah. and one day at that moment. She celebrated so hard because she did the backflip. I'm like, did you not just see the other 50,000 things you just did? <laughs> you're, you did a backflip off of a wall and landed it. And you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought that was so funny and adorable. Um, I like that. I We have a bit of a running theme here, Aurora, with our superhero ladies. Because uh, in this episode, Trish is working out in her apartment with like her CrossFit coach mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. and she's not slowing down. She's like, "Dude, take it easy, slow down." 
and mm-hmm. she doesn't slow down. She's like, let's spar. Like, I don't know if she's on, like, speed or something. or if she, took, she, hooks, she hooks high. Like, she was just, like, full of energy. And yeah. um, they start, they start like, sparring. And then she just takes him down. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I got blood on your shirt. Take off your shirt. So he takes off his shirt. And then he's just, she's like, you know what? Nope. We're, we're doing this now. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is, Jessica just did, like, the same thing. That guy just wanted to make right. her a burger. Right. Uh, in the last episode. <laughs> I, I, I kind of like the message they're sending here of, like, um, you know, it's a pretty, I, maybe they're not doing this on purpose. But I got to think that maybe they are. Uh, mm-hmm. considering that, like, this show is written almost exclusively by women and sometimes directed almost exclusively by women. Maybe it is still mm-hmm. directed exclusively by women. But there's that, like, weird that weird thing that, like, women don't like sex, men like sex, but women tolerate right. it or something. It's like, mm-hmm. no, nah, I've been told that they do. And yeah. th- these two episodes suggest that, no, we do. And when we want to, we're gonna. So, mm-hmm. right. I've, I was like, that can't be a coincidence because Jessica did like almost the same exact thing in the last episode. Yeah, I yeah. approve but, this and thumbs up. And I agree with you, but at the same time, that made me think that is she trying to mimic Jessica so much that she's doing this as well? I mean, maybe wait till you she know? starts drinking hard. Um, <laughs> she needs to. She cannot drink. Like there was a on the first episode, um, there was a moment where uh, Jessica is left alone in her apartment. She's at her desk and she horse whiskey in a like a normal glass yes not a shot glass and it's like half of it and i was like what <laughs> <laughs> that's not how you drink that well that's no. how she drinks it but <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised if jessica walks around with like water bottles with like the squeezy tops to like shoot Probably. water in your mouth but she just fills Probably. it with like you know bourbon that to me is one of the, my favorite things about jessica jones that she She's a superhero that one of her powers is that she can drink a lot of alcohol and not be drunk. Yes. <laughs> That's amazing to me. Aurora's like, this is my dream. This is my dream job. <laughs> um, I Okay, so for me, the scene of this episode, I loved... So the first thing she stops is this cell phone thief. Mm-hmm. But they both recognize her as Patsy. Yeah. Which was kind of funny. She's like, I'm not Patsy. And then he's like, oh, my God, did you get my phone back? My life is on there. She hands over the phone. And he's like, oh, my God, are you Patsy? And she's like, son of a mm-hmm. bitch. Uh, yep. <laughs> like, everyone, Patsy's a superhero now. Uh, so that got a chuckle out of me. And, in fact, as soon as that guy was like, the phone guy was like, oh, my God, are you Patsy? Like, that song from last season, like, started <laughs> playing in my head. Uh, but... She, like, learns from this. The second thing she did, I thought this was, like, the scene of the episode, when she is stalking these people, and she sees a dude try to date rape a girl. Right, And he right. goes, she goes and saves her. I loved all of that scene. Yeah, that, I, that that's the only moment in the in the episode that I like her. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was... Because, but excellent. I also liked her in this scene, because she was not selfish. Like, not in this all. scene, she gave the power to the girl. She didn't try to take it away where she, you know, she will be like, oh, I saved you. Mm -hmm. She was like, no, no, no. You fought him off. Yeah. I mean, she did, but she's like that. She did, but she, she didn't. She's like, you tell them this. Yeah. She wasn't doing this. So it's like, look at me, take pictures. I'm the one who saved the lady. Right. 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 She didn't want the spotlight on her partially. Exactly. I think it's partially because she was like, well, last time this happened, I ended up getting sued. 
Uh, right. But right. also, I think she sort of realized that this is how you do it. This is the right way to mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're going to be a vigilante, that is. Right. And I, I don't. I just loved everything about that scene. I love when that girl kind of came to, and mm-hmm. she was like horrified by what she was being told. But then right. as soon as it like started clicking in her mind, she got really fucking mad at the guy who was mm-hmm. unconscious on the ground. And she just went over and screamed at him and kicked him. Yep. All of that just felt like it. I don't know. It all worked really well to me. I love yeah. that scene so much. I thought that was it great. It was good. Yep. Uh, I love that they, yeah, they went, to, they ended up tying everything together and it, I mean, I will retract. I don't think that Trish was behind the Jessica thing, but I could have seen her like doing it. But, like, out of some crazy desire to, like, protect Jessica, maybe? Like, you know, this is my job now. You don't have to do this anymore. Yeah, and that's why what I thought. I thought maybe she plotted this so that she can save Jessica and Mm -hmm. win her back. Prove to her, like, yeah. But maybe not. Maybe not that's what they're doing. Maybe they'll just end up working together in some fashion. Now, my question here is also, is the guy that was going to make the burger, is he involved? Like, this seems weird that, you know, he picked Jessica up in that bar, convinced well, her to take him back to her place, and then this other guy appeared I while he was there. I haven't... I haven't... Uh, I, I'll say this. I've not read anything past the first two episodes. But, yeah, no, me neither. But on the Wikipedia page... Oh, when they mention Eric Gelden's name in the first episode, yeah. his name has a link. Oh, and if you click it, it takes you to the Wikipedia article for the Marvel villain Mind Wave. Oh, who is a daredevil villain who has psionic powers? So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right, might have something to do with this. All right, yes. Okay, so. We shall see. It may it may have something to do with this going further. Maybe it's just a name they're flipping out. Like, here's a reference for people who would get it. But no, I think I think he's involved in something yeah. because it, he he was very like uh, just came came out of nowhere and he was really aggressive in in you know with the flirting with her. You know, and he knew um, exactly how to flirt with Jessica as well. Yes, he was a lot yeah. like Jessica. Yeah, yeah. In fact, so, he may have even hmm. been like a step too dark for Jessica because even she was like, well, that's not very uplifting. <laughs> right. I'm like, you're Jessica Jones. <laughs> even if she if she's saying that, you know you're not being very uplifting. Right. Um, but yeah, I thought this was a great episode. Great. I loved it. What, what would you give mm-hmm. it? 4.5 as well. I went four and three quarters. Nice. Even a little bit higher. I, yeah. I'm going to miss this show. It's maybe, not very. It was two very strong episodes to start with. Maybe it's too early. Maybe it's way too early to to say this, but I feel like I'm really gonna miss this show a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe everything will go downhill from here, and I'll be like, "Well, I'm glad it's done," but I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> no, I feel like no. I'm gonna be really sad that this show's gonna be done. Um, mm-hmm. All right, uh, so that's it for the show for this week. Head on over to cinemageekly.com. Check out the archives of this show. And, of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify. Just search for Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D. and hit subscribe. And uh, that way you can hear us come back next time talk more about Jessica Jones Season 3, Episode 3, a.k.a. I Have No Spleen, 
awesome. Again, titles. I love these titles so much. Uh, and uh, episode four, a.k.a. customer service is standing by. Culture.